The Normans, Norsemen, or men from the north, settled in Normandy about 150 years before the birth of William. In origin, they were essentially Vikings, who arrived in their long boats and decided to stay, a pattern that the nomadic conquerors also established in northern England, Scotland, and even as far afield as Russia. Those who built the Duchy of Normandy would provide the catalyst for a specific culture that came to exercise a strong political and military influence over much of Europe during the early Middle Ages. Although they were initially pagans, the Normans soon embraced Christianity and mixed with the Saxon, Celtic, and Frankish inhabitants through a combination of conquest and intermarriage, to the extent that by the early 11th century, the Normans had a distinct culture that had evolved considerably from the Viking stereotype. In William's time, the Normans were renowned for their piety, architecture, and martial skills. In particular, Romanesque Norman churches and cathedrals remain some of the most spectacular medieval structures that have survived over the centuries, and their castles were huge stone-built fortresses that helped form today's cliched view of what a castle should look like. The one at Rochester in England is a classic example, but most original Norman castles were still made of earth and timber. As soldiers, the Normans enjoyed the traditions of aggression and bravery that had been bequeathed to them by their Viking forefathers. More importantly, by this period, they had developed a sophisticated combined arms doctrine that would prove highly successful across Europe and the Middle East, and they would play important roles not just in England, but also Italy and the Crusades. Several of the Crusader kingdoms and castles were essentially Norman in culture and leadership. By the 11th century, the Normans had established a reputation among outsiders, and a Benedictine monk of that era, Geoffrey Malaterra, described the people, saying, "...specially marked by cunning, despising their own inheritance, in the hope of winning a greater..." eager after both gain and dominion, given to imitation of all kinds, holding a certain mean between lavishness and greediness, that is, perhaps uniting, as they certainly did, these two seemingly opposite qualities, their chief men were specially lavish through their desire of good report. They were, moreover, a race skillful in flattery, given to the study of eloquence so that the very boys were orators, a race altogether unbridled, unless held firmly down by the yoke of justice. They were enduring of toil, hunger, and cold, whenever fortune laid it on them, given to hunting and hawking, delighting in the pleasure of horses, and of all the weapons and garb of war. When William was born, Normandy was a powerful, independent duchy, with boundaries that are more or less similar to the modern French province today. At the time, France was a mosaic of such mini-states, many but not all of them owing allegiance to the French king, who directly ruled what was then France, an area based on Paris and the Ile-de-France. For Normandy, France was a powerful ally and threat, and always a fundamental political consideration. 
to her north and south as well. She had significant neighbors, including Flanders and Anjou, jockeying for position and power. It was a complex, fluid, and dangerous political and military situation that was most often managed through marriages, alliances, and all too frequently, war. Notionally sitting above this situation and exercising varying degrees of influence at different times was the church. No ruler could afford to ignore the pope or the wealthy institution of the church within his own domain. It was into this mix, around 1027 or 28, that William was born.